Good morning, Peter. How are you? Esa, <laughs> how are you this morning? Well, it's been an interesting morning. You know, Centec had extensive problems uh, on the with the transmitter towers, and we've uh, I've just told about ten minutes ago that we're back on the air. But I believe that you got hampered sure. by um, by roadworks. So you're the beauty of technology. You're in your car chatting to me <laughs> via Zoom. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, via Zoom. It's craziness, isn't it? I'm down on my hill, so I've got decent signal. Yeah, no, we are, we are heading to the Cedarburg. <gasps> so we just passed Malmesbury on our way to the Cedarburg to do a bit of glamping weekend. Oh, that sounds um, wonderful. So we'll pull over and chat to everybody, yeah. Absolutely. And you've got Elise in the car with you, your wonderful wife. So to everybody, Peter's got a great, a wonderful wife, Elise, whom actually I met, gosh, 30 years ago when I was at hotel school. So the small world. Morning, Elise. Welcome to Haldeberg FM as well. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we've got a fantastic weekend. We're going, we're going glamping, um, which seems to be all the rage these days. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to get my head around the fact that we're going to the Cedarburg where it's going to be five degrees, oh. and the, they reckon that we're expecting snow on some mountains, and we're going to be in the mountains. So, so as, as as cool and as luxury as glamping sounds, there's still only um, you know one sheet of canvas between you and the elements. So but, although we're going to this place called, uh, it's a, a group called the Canvas Collective. I mean, really, it's a beautiful setup. It's it's fantastic. They do they 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 move the camp around um, four times a year. So at the moment, the we were there. In, they were in Bot River before. They're now in um, Cedarburg for the flowers, and then they move on to Tilbach after this. And so I go up every couple of weeks, and and I, I do and I cook for the weekend. Ah, oh, so okay. Twenty guests coming. Um, and I'll be cooking tonight and tomorrow. But now I'm just going to say something. It's going to sound absolutely wonderful. Glamping is the only way I camp, I'm afraid. Uh, yes. I'm a complete wuss when it comes to that. But I just want to say it's like super romantic if it's going to be so cold, don't you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm still not convinced. I mean, I've just, I've just come. Last time we spoke, it was 28 degrees, and I was in a desert island in Mozambique. And now it's going to be five degrees in the mountains. So I'm, I'm very blessed that I get to move around as much. But um, I don't know how romantic it's going to be when we're going to have seven layers of clothing on. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that is, that is a bit of a hampering factor. But I think let's stick to yeah. food. So what exactly are you yeah. going to be cooking on this glamping weekend for the 20 guests? Because it can only so be, tonight, it's definitely not just going to be braai brewekis. No, no. So tonight so tonight we're having a bit of a braai, like a bit of a welcome, a little bit more informal. Um, and I'm going to be doing a smoked yellowtail with a little fennel salad as a little starter. And then we're just going to do some little braai plunkies with a bit of borscht, some smooth, and I've made some pup chips. We've got some peri-peri chicken thighs, and we're going to do a roasted picanha with the masala butter. Um, and then I'm doing some buried veg. So so basically, you make a nice fire, and you use the coals when it starts to get almost like that sooty kind of sand, and you bury the veg. So don't waste time uh, wrapping them in tin foil. You actually put them directly into the coals. So oh. whole butternut... Uh, sweet potatoes and onions, and, and literally, it's a great way of cooking because because you just when when you take them out of the coals, you actually just take a cloth and you can brush the coals off or the soot off of the mm-hmm. off of the off of the skin. It doesn't really get damaged, and you get this lovely smokiness to the vegetables that you don't get when you wrap them in tinfoil. Uh-huh. So that's for tonight. 
And then we'll finish that off with a little tartan uh, with a bit of creme fraiche. And then tomorrow night is a little bit more sort of formal kind of sit down five course menu. This, 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 the setup has got this great little like uh, dining room with an open kitchen and it's a fully equipped kitchen and there's a little bar and a lounge area and then so basically two tables of 10. So it's actually quite a nice, almost like a, a kitchen theater, really. Mm. And, and that I'm doing, I'm making bake, making some beautiful breads in the afternoon. Then we'll start with um, uh, a wild mushroom cream soup. Um, then the next course is a butternut and goat cheese rotolo, which is basically a, like a fresh pasta roulade. You roll out sheets of pasta and you spread roasted butternut and goat cheese and you roll it up and then you poach the whole thing. And you cut it into slices and you fry it and you serve it with sage and pine nuts and shaved parmesan. Then we've got a fish course, which is a, which is a pan-fried king clip with some buttered leeks. And then just a, a, almost like a tomato-based sauce that I use from all the bones. It's got capers and saffron in it. And then the main course, I thought, because it's kind of all wintry and chilly, something nice. Okay, we're going to... Party. Oh, so I'm doing a red ones and, and mashed potato, and then we're going to finish that off with uh, a sticky toffee pudding. <gasps> oh, so that should do so. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> you see, it's, it's... I know you were only waiting to hear what the dessert was going to be. Of course, to be, of course, because I yeah. was wondering whether it was going to be malfa pudding or something, but sticky toffee, oh, that sounds absolutely gooey and yummy and yeah. absolutely scrumptiously delicious, and that's like comfort food, you know, to top it all yeah. off with. And what... Well, I think yeah. the kind of weather for that, yeah. Yes, definitely. And what in terms of wine um, and the refreshments okay. will, be, will go with that? Yeah, so so I reckon we'll we'll probably we'll probably do more red than white, but with the with the first two courses, which is the soup and and the and the the, the, the butternut, probably something like like a nice wooded shannon. Uh-huh. Um, that will go nice and rich, nice and, and and hearty, and then and then we'll get stuck into some reds. I like even red with the fish because it's got a nice tomato based sauce and it's quite a rich one. So something probably something uh, lighter like a like a Grenache or a Cinso. Or that kind of yeah. that kind of sexy sort of red blend that Swartland are doing uh, a lot of at the moment. You know, it's 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 got the nice body of red, but it's not a heavy heavy wine. But that we'll keep we'll keep for the for the main course. Um, so there we'll we'll look to pull out something nice and and hearty like a like a Bordeaux blend or a nice cab to go with the with the rich brisket. That really needs something with a bit of oomph to go with it because mm. it's quite a rich heavy sort of dish. And then I'm hoping that we, we've got, I'm not sure if they've got we've got some nice. Design dessert wine otherwise a nice little brandy would go down oh, really yes. really nicely with the sticky toffee and definitely to warm be a great one. as soon as yeah. no one's driving we're all we're all stuck with all we have to do is stumble to our tents afterwards <laughs> we can we can overdo a little bit and have a nice snifter of brandy uh, like a nice uh, for Narayan's 20 year old or something like that just to, to just to warm us before we we head out into the elements and go back to our tent have you got have you got that you know that that uh, that gown you know with a cigar that you can sit there with the brandy snifter. Um, what are those? Th- it's a um, gown. Um, what is it? Not a gown. Smoking a smoking I'm jacket. Smoking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the one thing I didn't pack. <laughs> <laughs> I was just picturing it, but but yeah, we've got to, You've got to do that brandy snifter South African style in a little black beaker. So um, yes. And what I want to know from you, I'm going to throw you. I'm going to throw a curveball. It's called glühwein. Comes to mind. Um, mm. 
that's a fabulous idea. Yeah. Have you got, that you know? That might be something we, we might do this evening for the bride. Um, a little just to get everyone to, to get everyone in the mood and also to warm her up. That's a brilliant idea. I actually hadn't thought of that. <laughs> no. Good hey, sometimes the brain sparks on the side, you know, and then I come up with these great ideas. <laughs> I'm actually thinking that maybe it's a good idea for the Bourne household. Maybe, hopefully they're listening um, because I know that somewhere we've got a recipe that has got Glühwein with rooibos tea. Sounds like an unusual combination, Bournhouse. but it's really, really yummy and, and very, very delectable. Is there any particular red wine then what, that one can use for a Glühwein or can you just toss anything in? <laughs> I, I think you can pretty much toss anything in I, and I think probably the cheaper the better to be honest mm. you know once you one any wine once you heat it up and especially now you're going to put all those aromatics with it the cinnamon and the orange peel and the cloves um you an expensive bottle of red will be wasted because you you'll have lost any of the complexity True. in it and especially if you're starting to put a bit of sugar to it and that kind of stuff so i would say rather use something cheap and cheerful um than, than wasting a, an expensive bottle of red wine if you're going to make some some mulled wine makes perfect sense peter I, I hope that you guys have a wonderful weekend and that the elements aren't too bad and that uh, you know well you've got good red wines there that are going to keep you warm and that brandy snifter so uh, and uh, that it's a good weekend end for the 20 guests and that if you do get snow i want to see it on social media so uh, yeah just rem- remind us what is your social media handle so people can go and follow and uh, sort of armchair travel to the cedarberg with you yeah it's at pgw uh, it's at uh, at pete gw fantastic yeah you've that's, gone from that's my so so i'll be posting stuff over the weekend um and yeah uh, hopefully look if we're going to be cold over the weekend, I'd rather it's because there's snow. I mean, if there's snow, then there's a reason to be freezing, yes. and that'll be perfect. If there happened to be a cold front blowing and it was loads of snow, that would be absolutely perfect, really. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you because I think we all aim for that, and sometimes we get it right, sometimes we don't. So if you do get the snow, enjoy it, drive safely, and uh, we'll chat again next Friday. Yes, and uh, to, the, to the listeners, until we meet again, may the source be with you. Thanks, Peter. Go well. Bye-bye.